What is going on, you guys? Welcome to the Everyday MA Podcast. This is your host, Cortez Murray. Thank you guys for tuning in to the podcast, uh, this episode in particular, because it's going to be super important. Um, for you guys who are returning, thank you. And for all the new ears, new listeners out there, I appreciate you for you know checking it out and giving it an ear, right? So this, uh, I won't take up too much time. We're going to we're going to dive straight into it. Uh, this episode is about documentation. You guys already know by retitle. And to be quite frank, it's probably going to be one of the most important episodes that you'll listen to. And I don't mean to say it as in like uh, this episode in particular is just important, but it's the topic in which we're speaking on. Right. Documentation is super, super important when it comes to the healthcare industry. Everything that we do is to be documented as you guys know what is the saying if it's not documented it was never done and why do you want to document you want to document thoroughly to cya cover your right you already know the saying but um in this episode i'm going to be speaking from the perspective of um offices office care right i.e we have family practices urgent care specialty offices uh, specialty clinics things like that but um, if you're in a hospital, if you're in uh, home health, uh, you're doing all that good stuff, you should be able to pull something from this as well, right? So what is documentation? So documentation is kind of, if I'm putting this in layman's terms, it's kind of everything like your assessment of the patient in in charting form, right? Um, so basically your objective findings, not your subjective findings, uh, you always want to you always want to document objectively, not subjectively. If you do document subjectively, always put it in quotes, i.e. patient states, blase, 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 you know, quotes, right? In quote, thing like that. But um, yeah, uh, the reason why this is like super, super important. Think about it. Um, if you're if you're if your notes, if your charts get audited and your name is attached to something, you want that thing to be in tip top shape. You don't want it to be kind of like uh, lagging behind. You don't want to see duplicate notes. Um, and what I mean by that is you can have so many nurses who have documented and assessed the patient before you and you just pull over what they have done. No editing, no revising of what they have done at all. Um, that's bad, you know, because you can have 10 notes, 10 notes. Uh, say a patient comes in the office. You see that patient for follow-up visit after follow-up visit after follow-up visit in the HPI history of present illness says the exact same thing about the same uh, issue about the same chronic or acute issue for the past 10 times that they've been coming into the office. It shouldn't be right. If a patient, uh, if the onset of some person's knee pain was three days ago, it shouldn't be three days ago on the on the fifth follow-up visit. Right. You get what I'm saying? Hopefully. So, um, so, yeah, that's just one example of kind of like duplicating the note and not um, and not changing it in any kind of way, especially if your name's on that. That's a bad look. You don't want that. Right. So, yeah, that's just one of the many important, you know, aspects of documentation. When your charts get audited, you want everything to be in tip top shape and you want everything to be accurate, concise to the point. So those are definitely some things in which you want to keep in mind when it comes to um, documenting. So I'm here on the NSO website and here are some do's and don'ts of documentation. Let's talk about it a little bit. 
The first one I wanted to point out is always use complete descriptions. Uh, that's super, super important. And when we're talking about administering medication, you always want to chart the time the medication was administered, the administration route, and the patient's response to that. Um, let's see. Ah, when we're talking about phone calls, when we're talking about phone calls to patients, if you have to call a patient in regards to anything in which the physician is wanting you to call a patient for, or say you're giving out lab results, or if you're giving out radiology results uh, per the um, physician's instructions, you always want to record the exact time um, that the um, that the uh, call was placed, the message, and the response, right? The exact time is something in which I got from um, a coworker of mine, Michelle. She always puts the time. And I didn't understand the importance of that at first, but um, she definitely just dropped some gems. And uh, yeah, now it's, it's, it's important. So here are some of the things in which you're making a phone call to a patient or if you're making a phone call to a physician, the, here are some of the things in which you should put in that documentation, right? You want to put the name of the patient, name of the person who you're reaching out to, the purpose or the subject, right? The time of the encounter or the event or the phone call and a callback number. Um, and these things are super, super important just for the simple fact that uh, it shows that you were very detailed. It shows that you were concise, uh, detail oriented and that you got all your you just got all your things. You got all your ducks in a row, right? So um, that is, you know, when it comes to making phone calls to patients um, mm, and another thing, say if you're giving out uh, lab results to a patient and uh, those lab results come with recommendations, when you are, when you're given those results, you only say what the physician told you to say, right? And then give those recommendations if the patient is asking any other questions besides that, one of my favorite things I like to say, hey, let's set up an office visit so he can discuss these with you a little bit more, you know, in detail so you can get some clarity on your questions because I don't want to BS you and give you the wrong answers. Right. Um, so that's just, you know, that's something patients respect that. But then also at the same time, it keeps you out of trouble. You didn't say too much information, wrong information. And then also at the same time, you're sticking to the script. You're sticking to the script. You're letting them know what the physician said. You're giving them the patient recommendations. And when you give them the patient recommendations, always document that the patient understood the directive. Right. Um, especially, you know, when they understand if they don't understand then you just repeat it. Repeat exactly what the physician, you know, typed up for you to say. Um, and then um, and then if the patient just still doesn't understand, hey, let me ask, let me see if he can say this in a different, let me uh, get this message back to the doc. Let's see if he can say it in a different way so that you can understand it um, or something along those lines, right? But never add your own fluff onto what um a doctor is saying or you know a nurse practitioner is saying or the PA is saying whatever or never go with the flow of oh I think he means this or I think she means this because you can be wrong you don't know um, you don't know right so and you don't want to get yourself in trouble saying too too much or saying something completely incorrect of what you thought the physician was trying to say you never want to do that that's just something that's a no-no right um, when we're talking about treatment for a patient, if a patient refuses the treatment or to take medication, document it and be sure to report it to a manager and the, phys and the patient's 
doctor, right? The physician, right? Um, document that. Document that the patient refused um, the treatment or the medication. Say if a patient's coming in, I got some chest pain, I got some palpitations going on. Um, yeah. Oh man, that's the first thing in which I'm thinking about. Yeah, let's get an EKG on this guy, right? Um, if the patient refuses the EKG, make sure you document that the patient refused the EKG, you know, because then that shows lack of accountability on your part when you don't do it, when you don't do so, just for the simple fact that that's like one of the first thing you like you do. I mean, if you know, you know, it's just one of those things. So um, you got a pulse greater than um, you got a pulse greater than 100 or a pulse um, t -t -t less than 60 in some cases. Get an EKG. Get any, it's just one of those things. You just that's just one of the things in which you just know, uh, especially if it's consistent um, above that. Um, so those are just one of those things in which uh, if you know, you know. But if they refuse it, document that they refused any medication um, because that's going to save you, my guy. So um, always chart the patient care at the time you provide it it's easy to forget those details later on right and this happens you know this just this happens always chart the patient care at the time you provide it it's easy to forget later on if you're you guys know what i mean if you've ever say if you're currently practicing as a medical assistant nurse you know lpn whatever it is right say you give somebody an injection and Ah, I forgot to document that injection. That was like three hours ago. Always, always document. Just because you forgot, you can make a late entry. Make a make that late entry in the chart and document that it was a late entry um, with annotations. With um, include the date and the time that it was documented. You know, so those things always have a, ta a time stamp on them. But you never want to. You don't want to give somebody in an injection or you know administer any medication and like not document it i don't know it's just it's just one of those things man that stuff is super important you can't forget this stuff y'all you can't forget this stuff you just have to do it uh, my doctor says all the time 99 percent correct is 100 percent wrong all the time you know it used to annoy me but now i'm, I'm kind of thankful for it just be for the simple fact that you know it helps it helps um it saves, man. It saves that saying save. So adopt it, you know, adopt it. Now let's talk about some don'ts. Um, oh, man. Don't chart a symptom such as complaints of pain without charting how it was treated, right? That's a no-no, right? You always, if someone is complaining of pain, you also have to document how it was treated. In my case, <clears throat> in my case, um, it's or in you guys' cases, inmates, it's not going to be mostly you that's documenting how it was treated. It's mostly going to be the physician and nurse practitioner PA that you're working up under, um, the provider that you're working up under. But they're going to be documenting how it was treated. Uh, but make sure it's there. If you're the one that's administering that medication, he says, uh, oh, say the say the provider wants to order. Let me get, you know, one cc of Kenalog 40 or let me get, you know, whatever. Right. Document that you're the one who gave it because you're going to be the one who's given it unless the provider wants to unless to give it. But if they trust you enough, they're going to be they're going to you know allow you to do that because, you know, that's just part of the job. But yes, I always tried it, man. I always tried it. Never alter a patient's record. That's a criminal offense. You guys don't alter any patient's records. 
Don't use shorthand or abbreviations that aren't widely accepted. Don't be making up shorthand phrases. Don't be making up. Uh, well, I'm trying to think of one right off the top of my head, man. Uh, patient complains of poison ivy. Don't be putting P PI. <laughs> you know, that's not, what, what is that? What is PI? You know what I'm trying to say? So um, that's just, you know, that's a lame excuse. That's a lame example. But um, poison ivy, you know, don't just what do you? I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, don't don't make up, you know, medical abbreviations. Uh, if it's not widely accepted, don't don't just be making stuff up, man. I just I see that too often. Um, don't try to excuses such as medication not administered because it wasn't available if you don't have anything available in your office don't chart that you didn't do something because you didn't have it available that shows that you didn't take initiative on the patient on the patient's complaint and uh you let that person go without them being treated that shows negligence that's not something that you want on your hand especially when a note or a chart is in your name you don't want that so um that's just you just don't want that. Say, say if you were to let that slip, right? Say if you were to let that slip, that patient is to go out, no matter what it is, no matter what it is. Say if that patient was to go out and that issue that went untreated became a bigger issue, a bigger issue in which they're going to keep having to come into the office for. And it could have been resolved at the very first initial visit if it was treated. But since you didn't treat it, it went, it went, uh, it was prolonged. The issue was prolonged. It became something much worse and um yeah now you're responsible for that now you're responsible for that that's just something that you don't want <clears throat> so a little bit of advice never chart what someone else did uh, heard felt or experienced unless the information is critical if absolutely needed use quotations and properly attribute the remarks yes per so and so per you know in the direction of i did this um yeah yeah, yeah. so things like that never chart what else, what someone else did um that's just that's plain that's plain and simple don't chart anything in which you didn't do physically um as it said unless it's super super important you don't want you just you just don't want to do that uh, always use quotations quotations are going to save you in so many instances patient states quotes blase 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 don't be afraid to put quotations don't be afraid to quote the patient don't be afraid if they're using swear words cuss words all that good stuff put it in there uh because you know that adds a level another level of um nuance when it comes to pulling that record for anything that might you know uh, spring up in the future i'm telling you it's just one of those things Mm. Uh, lastly, we're going to hit this one. Never chart care ahead of time as situations often change and charting care that has not been performed is considered fraud. Um, <laughs> another thing, another thing that um, uh, my partner, Michelle, she says all the time. <laughs> She'll be like, oh, that's fraudulent. <laughs> it's hilarious. It's 11. It's hilarious. She loves calling out things that are fraudulent. Not saying that things happen that are fraudulent around, but the and one instance is she's like, ah, she just loves pointing out. She holds the work and everything in which we do on and on just a, such a high level of integrity, you know, of honor um, and discipline and which is very commendable. Um, so fraudulent activity we're pointing it out it's just one of those things don't be fraudulent being you know have integrity in the work that you're doing be honest um you know don't do anything fraudulent don't be don't be uh 
don't chart care ahead of time man situations change how you know how you know you know all right i've seen this happen i've seen this happen you guys and um not with anyone who i'm working with currently but with previous uh providers that have you know dealt with in the past not saying that i worked under these people not saying that anything but i've seen this happen <clears throat> ma comes you know giving report what the patient's there for the provider charts everything that they plan on doing before going in the room this this is mainly for providers right um they just chart everything which they plan on doing and then when they come out of the patient's room um, no change in the documentation no change in anything because the note is signed off and all that good stuff that is fraudulent activity my guy don't do that um, so yeah that's uh, mainly for the providers out there so yeah you guys and uh, the nurses as well too MAs that's for that goes for everyone but uh, more so providers and uh, my case yeah, don't try it ahead of time. It's fraudulent. So, um, let's see. Let's see here. Never let a patient or any other staff tell you what to document. Trust me, they will try it. Don't let them sway you. You stick to your guns. You know what you're supposed to be doing. You know what's honest. You know what's right. Stick to it. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. But because ultimately, if you listen to them, these people... They don't have your best best interest in heart if they tell you these. They, they, they don't they don't have your best interest in heart if they try to tell you what to document, um, because it's, it normally either helps to save them with not doing their job thoroughly and uh, and be detail oriented in their job. If they're telling you to chart um, chart this or chart that just quite frankly just don't listen to it and sometimes patients they will tell you what the chart as well sometimes they'll say oh if you just put this you know just put that and it'll it'll go through or whatever the situation may be do not listen to them they do not have your best interest in heart they're just trying to get what works best for them um you take care of yourself you cya at all times you document objective findings you document what you're supposed to be documenting and uh you leave it at that so um yeah yeah you guys this is this has reached you know we have reached the end of the episode this is kind of everything in which i wanted to kind of go over with you guys when it comes to documentation it's super super important you might have to rewind this back and uh see if you can pull some things out of here i know i was kind of speaking a little bit fast at some point so feel free to rewind it go back but if you want to chime in to the um, if you want to chime in to the conversation you can reach out to me at the email the everyday ma at gmail.com make sure you guys follow the podcast and share it um, this helps it grow this helps it grow so this helps the podcast grow be sure to share it especially if you're in the healthcare industry if you're in the healthcare industry you're working around healthcare professionals all the time share the podcast to them maybe it's something that they didn't know that they can you know you know, uh, grab from uh, an episode as well. Right. So I appreciate you guys for tuning in to this episode. This has been your host Cortez Murray. It has been lovely. I will see you guys on the next episode. Feel free to reach out at the everyday MA at gmail.com for any questions, any uh, topic conversations, anything that you guys want to see coming up. Oh, and also I did change the Instagram handle 
once again this will this will uh, be the last one I promise you guys so if you guys want to get into contact with me on a little bit more of a personal level I guess you can say you can reach out to me at Cortez every day on the Instagram without further ado I'm gonna go ahead and end this I will see you guys on the next episode peace out